There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 8 of season 1 of Superstition. This, seriously, did they get together in Sci-Fi and it's like, how can we mess with everybody this week? I think so. Because they all were together on the during the very first episodes doing live tweets. Yeah. The whole bunch of them. So they must have gotten together before the seasons aired and said, okay, what is going to be your spookiest episode, creepiest episode, biggest WTF episodes, and let's put them all on the same weekend. <laughs> let's synchronize our creepiness. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, let's jump into the ratings before we jump into this messed up episode, shall we? All right, episode 8 had a 0.05 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.279 million viewers, making it the 134th rated cable show for the day. Better than 149. Right. Some improvement there. Well, we had Life Plus 7, but we didn't crack the twenty top 25, right? No, we did not. I don't know. I'm really liking this, and I want it to come back because... I do, too. So many weird things happening. Yes. It sure does. By weird, let's jump into episode eight. All right, episode eight is You're Not My Mama. You didn't say that creepy enough. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You're not my mama. Oh, yeah, okay. I won't sleep tonight, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, Calvin and the gang take on a demonic doll intent on finding justice for her recently deceased surrogate mom. Isaac strikes an unlikely truce with Mayor Bickley. Now that's interesting, because we talked about that last episode, Yep. wondering, okay, how demonic is this Infernal? But we had a whole different level of weird shit, and it wasn't even necessarily demonic. No, because of course we open with the celebration. Ding dong, the dredge is dead. Well, sort of, because he's trapped in the Ring of Solomon. But the Hastings are celebrating his demise with a much-deserved barbecue. Wasn't Calvin talking smack to the ladies? Oh, absolutely. It's like, maybe you don't talk to a woman about how much she's eating, because one of them going to get up and smack you in the face. Yeah, that was not the smartest thing to do. No, not cool, dude. Not cool. No, and who knows, that might come back and bite him in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to hold my hand? My hand's not fat, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know how we are. Yes, and they're having a rollicking good time until a bad omen in the form of a dead raven graces their dinner table. Someone just died. I love how they pull all this, like, lore out and use it. Yes. Because that's not something I'd I'd ever heard, so I actually had to look it up. It's really a thing, so 
it's just interesting that they're pulling this and that. You're getting so many different things that even the other shows, similar to this, like Supernatural, which I always screw up trying my or intro, you know, they pull out a lot of weird random stuff. So I, I love it. And I almost, I want like a crossover, even though they're not even on the same stage. <laughs> that would be something would be else. Great. I just want to see Isaac look at the brothers and be like, mm, hey, boys, you don't know nothing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I digress. Yeah, so we check in on Mayor Bickley and find out he's definitely totally an infernal. Yes. He's conspiring with one of the Dredge's disciples over how to eliminate the Hastings. But is he? I always say it because the disciple was kind of crazy. And, well, I feel like... He wasn't going to last very long. Right. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. This Infernal was much like the one that Isaac used to get the location of Calvin. Yes. I mean, gosh, that Infernal was like manic. Yeah. And, well, it didn't last very long. No. But we do find out that, yes, the Dredge had kind of put him in place as being the mayor of La Rochelle, so definitely some dirty politics going there. But maybe the Dredge knew to look ahead. Very possible. Now, of course, we go back to the Hastings, and we find out who died. It's Mr. Lynn's wife, Lisa. And they're meeting with him, and the husband requests that she be buried with her favorite doll, the Lucy doll. Which was a creepy-ass-looking doll. No joke. And let me tell you, I was right there with everyone looking at the doll going, "Mm, no, I gotta go. Yes, do not let that thing in your house. Get it out now. Because I was right there with Tilly when she's looking going, "Uh, no. Yes, the doll replaced the child that they could never have. And this was what gave his wife some comfort, shall we say. And still, that was no, 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 no. It just had a feeling like this wasn't going to turn out well from the go. Absolutely did not. And who could carry that doll around and treat it like a child as creepy as it was? And yet, there are people out there that do this. They have these dolls as surrogates. And we do find out, though, that it came about because Lisa had lost a child. And it right. was the only way that they can kind of get her out of her funk. Which is like, okay, I, I can see that. Right. Yes, that was definitely something that at least made some sense. Right. But then we find out with Tilly that she has an irrational fear of dolls, which is weird. And it makes this whole thing hard for her, which I don't blame her, especially when she's trying to do, like, the autopsy. And she's like, quit looking at me. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the thing made a noise. What? You're not my mama. It's like, what? Yeah. Yes. You're like, nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Exit stage left immediately. Yeah. That would be me. Gotta me go. as well. So we go back to the mayor's office as he has summoned Isaac. And threatens him. Oh, so politely. Yes, wanting him and his family to leave La Rochelle forever 
or he will circulate the photos that he's gathered that prove Isaac's immortality. Yeah. Or death. I love that, too, because Isaac's like, oh, yeah, great-granddaddy, the family resemblance is amazing. And it's like, he yeah. didn't even miss a beat. No, no. And more than likely, he's probably had to answer this several hundred times. It was weird, because, yeah, not even a hesitation. No, didn't blink an eye at all. Isaac was so cool about it, it was like, eh, no big deal. Right. He's used to this, yeah. So we cut over to... um one of the bereaved, a lady by the name of Tina, who was a friend of Lisa's, and she is packing up all the dolls from the funeral when she comes across Little Miss Lucy doll. Yeah, wasn't Lucy supposed to be buried with Lisa? Yeah, this thing gets around. Yeah. And of course, Lucy starts into her, not my mama, and... I gotta go. Yeah. yeah. This is when you jump out the damn window. You don't wait. Right. But Tina doesn't, and that's the end of uh, <laughs> Tina. That was so messed up. Because, yeah. oh my god, not only does this crazy-ass doll, like, take, like, a revenge killing, she, like, duffs her. Yeah. With, like, the stuffing from other dolls, and sews her damn eyes, like, button eyes. All I can think of was baby button eyes from, uh, from The Simpsons. Little baby yeah. button eyes. And so then suddenly I have that music in my head, because I was like, oh my god, what is happening? Yeah. So, of course, the Hastings question Mr. Lynn about this doll, and he does admit that him and his wife did conceive a child, but it was... Stillborn. So during a trip to Thailand, he got her a Luke Thep, which is a Thai good luck charm. But did you notice when he said that what B looked like? Yeah. Because she looked like, hold up, this is a real and she kind of like like sits back and looks freaked out. Yeah, she goes, Time out, time out. This is not a good thing. Which I didn't understand that if it's supposed to be a good luck charm. Now I did not look up what a loop up is right so i don't know if it's actually supposed to be something good <laughs> but it was it was like wait why does she look so freaked out right there had to be something that b knew about it that made her react that way but we never really find out what what she knew about it right which i kind of feel like had they gave us that little bit that she knew right that that would help us yes and it might have been a scene that ended up on the uh, cutting room floor. Okay. More than likely. So, of course, he says it's worthless, and it even scares him a little bit. So, he tells B and Calvin to get rid of it. Well, of course, they don't do that. And Calvin basically forces Tilly to perform an autopsy on the doll. Yeah. Which just about breaks Tilly completely. Do you blame her? No. Especially when Not at she all. puts the doll on one table and suddenly it's on another table. Now I can understand, like, crap, which t- did I not throw it on the right table? Right. But, mm, I don't know. But as she gets into the doll, mm-hmm. of course there's a layer of stuffing there, and then there's not a layer of stuffing there. Right. 
we find out it's the remains of a mummified baby. And it's and weird go. because I, I am actually, I fired up the Google machine, folks, to see why <laughs> B was so free. Right. And it's not necessarily supposed to be something that's good luck because at one point they had witch doctors doing exactly what we're finding out that Tilly's finding. Right, right. That stillborn babies are actually encased in a doll. And it's like, that may be why she was so freaked out. Yeah. Because it wasn't just a good luck thing. It was a witch doctor doing black magic. Yes. So it's like, oh, okay. I can see her be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. A little bit more than I was expecting. Right. But you would have thought if that was something that B actually knew, that she would not have let Calvin basically go down there to perform an autopsy on the doll without him being down there with her. Right. Why would you send somebody who has this this fear of dolls right. to do this when you know what possibly could be going on? Yeah. You just let her be by herself. That's kind of messed up. I thought she was your friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It, it was really bad. And then when we find out that, oh, big surprise, Eric was cheating on his wife with Tina. Yeah. Oh, maybe uh, the doll's kind of super pissed. It sure sounds like it to me. Yeah. Creepy doll taking on revenge. All right. I'm out. Yeah. And, of course, Lucy is already on the trail and is about to um, get old Eric, but Calvin comes in to interrogate him about this, and you actually see the doll cut Eric's tendon. This was one of the best scenes because it was so creepy and you didn't see anything happening. It was all the way the voice was, like, all around the room. Right. And then, like, the camera would show, like, the Lucy doll, like, peeking from behind a, a box. So, like, the do- they never, ever had the doll actually move. Right. Which I think was the freakiest part of this one. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, in other kind of horror movies, when it's, like, Chucky or something, you, like, see it move or whatever. You never seen it move. It was just suddenly right. there and there. there. And the voice just everywhere. And, again, I am not going to freaking sleep tonight. <laughs> Shit. Anyway. <laughs> but that was the best. And then... What kind of ticked me off with this scene, though, like Calvin is there to confront Eric, find out what's going on, but to save him from Lucy at the same time. Right. And then he turns on him. And because he finds out what the hell Eric actually did, because we find out that he actually killed his wife. Right. Like he's attacking Calvin. Calvin is the only thing there that is trying to keep you alive. At yes. that point, Calvin had been like, all right, then, bye. Yeah, exactly. But that that was an awesome, freaky-ass scene. Yes, it was. Well, ultimately, you're going to be a jerk. I ain't going to try too hard to save you either, but Eric didn't make it. No. And how awkward is that call? Uh, hey, May? Yeah. He's dead, too. The yeah. doll did it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a, I don't know how that's going to go over well, but... I I really don't get that, but somehow, I don't know, it gets kind of brushed under the rug at that point. Right. So, you'll have to explain that to me. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Lucy was creepy, but, like, how do you make Lucy go away, exactly? 
Right. And you would think that, yes, if it was all about revenge for the doll, then yes, it should be fine because it killed Tina and killed Eric, which killed her mom. Mm-hmm. Now. And Calvin is unable to. Yeah, that's, blow the doll up or anything. That's what I was so going to ask you because I don't. Right. I think I'd still be like, "You got to go." Yeah, that's me too. That that's because <laughs> he puts it on the tombstone. The I, last words are "Revenge is a bitch." <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe. That. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I think we need to cremate the doll. Yes, it needs to be. Uh, Newt. Right, yeah. <laughs> but a whole different it... weirdness was taking place over in the mayor's office. Yes. And I was really surprised, but then, like, I'm thinking about it, it's like, well, maybe not as much as I really should be, because Isaac talking to the mayor, he's like, yeah, I'm not leaving, and I know you are an infernal. Yeah, so we can end this right now. And he's like, whoa, 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 listen, I didn't like doing that crap, and I don't like being where I was. I like being free, and look at what I did for the town. And apparently he's actually done good, and I, I'm like, I'm a little confused, because the Infernals constantly say, look what you guys have done, you've taken away all the green. And basically they almost sound like Earth entities or something. Right. Like Earth spirits, but, I mean, they want to get rid of all humans, but... I mean, ultimately, we are the cause of everything going to crap in nature, right. but it just, it seemed kind of weird. Like, I thought they were supposed to be, like, super evil. Right, and from what we've seen, most of them are. Well, or are they, really? They're almost like wild animals that just feed. Okay, almost. At least like- what we've seen so far of them. The dredge has been the one of the first few that we've seen that actually seems to be intelligent and can plan things and seems more pure evil. Yeah. Some of the other Infernals sure seem like they're just almost wild animal-ish mm-hmm. to where, yeah, they're you don't need them killing people. So if you want to call that evil, yeah, you can call that evil, but I'm not sure they all have that capacity to reason. Okay. And so, yeah, it was real weird to to see them strike a deal where they stay out of each other's way unless working together proves mutually beneficial. You'll say what? Yeah. So I guess you stay out of my way. I'll stay out of yours kind of thing. Sure. That's what it sounded like. Now, of course, the family questions Isaac about it, and he goes, well, we'll see. Yeah. I guess. I guess we will see. Yeah. Don't trust that mayor as far as I can throw him. Right. I don't trust any of them. No. So we'll find out. What do you guys think? Do you trust this uneasy piece that's going to happen? And how long do you think it'll last? Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. And while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and all the other podcatchers that you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends about this show, because this is so weird and awesome and creepy and everything, and we do hope you're enjoying the podcast. Don't forget to check everything out over at fangirlzone.com. 
where you can find our Redbubble store too, and our logos, which I love the logo for Sci-Fi Talk. Does Chandler yes. is amazing. All right. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Uh, no, geriatric sex is not trending. And until next time.